RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather Podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather Studios, and DJ Eakin calls it LFS. That's what I think we're going to call it from now on. Uh, make sure you check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Give us a five-star rating on our podcast, and go ahead and download the podcast and subscribe to it. That way, you can get it whenever it comes out, which is every Monday, right? And if you want to follow it live, check us out, TikTok and Instagram live. We do it whenever we do the show, 3 p.m., and uh, just be on the lookout for that. So what I want to do today is uh, Lawfather Shorts, right? And uh, those of you who are familiar with the show, just talking about you know various legal things just in a really short period of time. Some of the times we talk about really in-depth legal pieces. Uh, but today, let's talk about dogs. And let, what happens when your dog bites somebody, right? And what happens if your dog bites a dog? Or what happens uh, if you get bitten by a dog? Uh, all of it is all kind of one and the same if you will, it falls into one one big group of dog bites. But first thing to know and understand is that anytime a dog bites somebody, so if your dog bites somebody, you're what's called vicariously liable for the actions of that dog. And it's, it's strict liability, excuse me, strict liability uh, when you're talking about what happens when there's a dog bite. What does that mean? What does this strict liability mean? It means you don't have to be negligent. You don't have to do something wrong as the person, right, to be responsible for your dog biting somebody, right? It just has to have occurred, right? So if I have my dog here, Jason's sitting in the studio here with me, and my dog comes up and bites Jason, I'm responsible for it. Jason's legally allowed to be here. I've let him into the office. I've let him into Lawfather Studios, okay? So he's allowed to be here. He's just sitting here minding his own business. He's not playing with the dog. He's not provoking the dog. He is just playing with his Instagram and TikTok right now, I think, trying to count down the time till the show's over. I think that's what he does over here the entire time. That's what he's doing right now. The dog comes up and bites him in the leg. Guess what? I'm responsible for that dog. I'm responsible for his medical bills, okay? And any, any other pieces that come along with that. So say the dog causes a scar. I'm... I am responsible for the pain and suffering and disfigurement that he has incurred because of that, okay? So that's what strict liability means. It doesn't matter if I had the dog on a leash and somehow <clears throat> the leash slipped out of my hand or, or, hey, maybe I was completely negligent and I just had the dog here not on a leash or whatever else and he goes over. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I did everything right. It doesn't matter if I did everything wrong. I am still ultimately responsible. Now, what should Jason do? Jason should go to the doctor, get it cleaned out. He should get my dog's shot records. Very important because, I promise you, you don't want to go through a rabies cocktail at the hospital if you don't have to. Just saying. It's, and it's not a cocktail like, I'm going to go to the bar and have a cocktail. Nope. promise you, it's a bunch of shots with a bunch of stuff in them. You don't want to do it. Okay? Um, I've been there on uh, getting blood from a person. But it's a whole nother story for a whole nother show. Uh, and that's an equally large amount of cocktail and not the cocktail that you want. Although you want a cocktail after the cocktail. But be that as it may, that's how it works with a regular dog bite. Okay? And I say regular dog bite because Florida has two statutes. There's, there's two laws that are meant to protect people in the state of Florida from dogs. One is 
your dog bite statute, which is what I just described. The next is the dangerous dog statute. And, and that is that has to do with aggressive dogs. Essentially, dogs who have done this before. Now, in the first example, it didn't matter what the owner did, right? If, if the owner did everything right, still his fault. If the owner did everything wrong, still his fault. But if you have a dangerous dog, and that dog is an aggressive dog, and, and it's, it's been declared so by Florida law, there are precautions and there are strict rules that have to be followed by the dog owner, okay? Because now we take this, so regular dog statute is all civil, meaning that, hey, I can sue you, or in our example, Jason can sue me, and I could have to pay Jason money, right? Civil, not a huge deal in, in some senses, right? Well, dangerous dog statute, you can be held criminally responsible. That's why I say on the civil side, it's not as big of a deal, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to jail. But if you don't comply with the dangerous dog statute, then you could potentially go to jail. And that's not a place that I want to be. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume that's not a place that most of you listening want to be. All right. So keep that in mind. So a dangerous dog has to be registered with local authorities, and they must be kept in a secure location that is marked dangerous dog, all right? Now, if you go and take this dog on walks, they must be on a leash and they must have a muzzle, okay? So a little bit different, uh, a non-dangerous dog, like our first dog, doesn't have to be on a muzzle. That's why we see people really, um, you know, frequently they walk their dog just on a leash, no muzzle, right? I don't think I've ever walked my dog with a muzzle. I don't think my dog's ever had a muzzle. Um, it's a lab though. So I guess uh, there's that. They don't really attack people. Um, they're not at least known to, but that's that's one of the differences that, that you look at there. Okay. Now, how does this one dog, hey, this dog's fine, but this dog's dangerous. All right. A dog can be considered a dangerous dog is if it has aggressively attacked, bitten, or caused severe injury to a person. So Jason's bite on his leg was Man, he needed, well, I was going to say stitches, but usually they don't stitch those up. He has a big scar from it. Was, it was serious. It was a really severe type injury. Uh, you know what? Maybe he had to have surgery, right? Maybe it was that bad. And um, that dog would now be a dangerous dog. Uh, any attempt to attack or endanger a person can also be considered dangerous behavior. Uh, I can tell you that I saw um, when I was a deputy, a, a pit bull come charging at my zone partner, and he actually shot the pit bull right between the eyes, right in the forehead. Um, that dog kept going. Um, it took us about an hour to actually catch that dog. Uh, and that was with animal control with us. Um, and that was actually with our sergeant uh, using rubber bullets. Um, so that would fall into the category of dangerous dog. I mean, this thing was jumping fences. It was it was really surreal um, and just amazing feat of, of how strong um, some of those dogs can be. Um, from what I understand, the dog was fine. So um, that tells you anything. So that would be what a dangerous dog would be, all right? That's one of the criteria. A dog that has seriously injured or killed another animal more than once. Um, so yeah, if a dog goes and kills an animal one time, they're not dangerous, but uh, time number two, yeah, now, they're, now they are a um, dangerous animal. And where this comes into play um, is, you know, it, and it happens 
I, I've had a couple people mention it to me, right? And not necessarily from the legal point of view, but just like, hey, did you hear about neighbor such and such? And and they were just walking their dog and this pit bull comes by. I don't know. I'm not meaning to pick on pit bulls, please. The pit bull brigade, please. I'm not picking on pit bulls. I, the lab came up and bit the other lab in the throat. Okay, we, we good now. Um, and now that dog that did the biting, right? They're now, a, now they are considered a dangerous dog, right? And still like when you bite a person, strict liability, meaning that the person's dog who did the biting, that person is, is absolutely responsible, okay? Lastly, a dog that has chased or aggressively approached a person without being provoked. All right, and, and that's, that's a big thing too. And to take a step back to the non-dangerous dog part of it, if you're provoking the dog, you don't have a case, right? If you're up there trying to get the dog to bite you, guess what? You got what you wanted, right? It's not the dog's fault. The dog's still an animal at the end of the day. Uh, if you're trespassing, you won't get a free pass in this. Now, in the dangerous dog statute, we're going to assume that all the signage and, and everything was done properly, all right? But what would happen is you're trespassing or you're breaking into a house, um, that, that dog owner is not liable. Okay, there is actually a carve out also, meaning that it's an exception to the law that if if there's reasonableness to believe that that dog was attacking to protect its owner, it's all good. You can't then go sue the person. Well, you could sue that person, but it most likely won't go very far because you were doing something to the dog's owner and therefore that owner is shielded from liability. So that is what happens with dog bites. Right here from Lawfather Studios, Lawfather Short. Check us out on all of our social media. Check out all the shows on Radio Influence. Lawfather out. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.